Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what's up? Hey, Porcupine, Adam Nutter. Hey, thanks for coming out. Uh, so real quick, again, oh, everybody who came out to New Hampshire, fucking, that was an awesome time. Thank you so much. Uh, definitely got to come back again next year, for sure. Uh, New Hampshire was a fucking shit. It was so much fucking fun. So coming out to New Hampshire next year, when I come back, uh, I'll bring Neil back and uh, Blaze, uh, Drew, and everybody who came out. So thank you for all the comics, and everybody came out. It was a super good time uh and yeah guns you, there's no rules up there every if it wasn't so cold all the time i feel like there i would make a case and move there but just so fucking cold make that somewhere else happen like hawaii make new hampshire hawaii and then i'm there all day but until then i'm out uh guys just follow me at adam nutter on social media at adam nutter on, on twitter on all that shit uh Come see me do stand-up uh, May 13th. I'll be in Jersey at Rexy's over in right by Philly in West Hollingswood it's Town or Heights. It's a dumb fucking name. It's right over the bridge in Philly. Rexy's. Come, it's a free show, so uh, come to that. And then the next day, uh, May 14th, I'll be back at the pop in Chalfont Rats out of Philly. Uh, one show, 8 p.m. Uh, tickets for that, droptent.com slash events. And then May the week Memorial Day weekend. I won't be in Reno. Sorry. I know. I'm getting yelled at a hundred times. I'd rather be in Reno, but I already had fucking shows that weekend booked. Okay. So I'll be in Pennsylvania and Bethlehem, not Reno, May 28th, uh, at the FOE theater, I think. I think it's what it's called. So again, tickets, droptent.com slash events for that. And go buy a shirt. Go buy a shirt. Uh droptent.com slash store. Go get your porcupine shirt please and thank you and i'm very lazy i don't feel like pulling it up but i will all right here porcupine go get it where is it bam your black series your white series and you just be a local another shirt by top lobster drop10.com slash store okay enough of me guys my guest for today he's young he's smarter than me already that's a bummer give it up for the young bull himself the host of the road to providence podcast david brady how are you sir I'm doing all right, Adam. How are you doing? I can't multitask anymore. I think I'm getting older. My brain's failing me. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. You both got- podcasts back to back that quick. Oh, yeah. So I got to. Well, I'm sorry. What was that? I can't do both podcasts back to back that quick anymore. My brain's failing me. Oof, man. I got a question for you. Does Neil's back hurt from having to carry that comedy podcast? Wow. I bring it on my <laughs> show and I get roasted for my comedy. How dare I got to do it at least once. Once for Jacob. Wow. That's, a, that's unbelievable. Everybody unsubscribe to this kid's podcast out there. I don't blame you if you do. Uh, no, he's smarter than all of us. Yeah, I agree, Shannon. He is. I know. It's a bummer. Uh, <laughs> so, Dave, let me ask you this. You were 17? Yeah. Crazy. I was When I was 17, I was playing football and sleeping through all my high school classes and barely knew what politics was. That was my goal, was to play in the NFL. Look where I am. So, <laughs> my question to you is, what the fuck made you be like at 17 and I guess even before 17 be super into Liberty and so smart about it and pick the right part of it and politics and all that stuff. So I'd say like what really got me into it, man, I would say it's probably like Michael Malice. Like, um, 
I was somebody who like loosely followed politics as like a young kid. And I, I don't know. My dad was like, Hey, you should check out this Michael Malice guy. He's interesting. And so I watched him okay. on Tim Pool's show and they were discussing like how the media lies to get us into wars. And I'm like, Hey, that's kind of like how they, how tr they tried to frame Trump for treason. Right. God, that felt like an alliteration there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but sorry. The background You're good. Uh, but the entire, I don't know. Michael Malice kind of made me look at everything and be like, oh, hey, anarchy's not like what it what everyone claims it's going to be. It's like maximum freedom. I don't totally agree with it, but like, yeah. And then slowly I saw that my dad watched part of the problem because my dad's like a paleocon, like a Pat Buchananite, which makes him better than most of those paleocons, you know. And he watched part of the problem occasionally. And I was like, dang, this Dave Smith guy's right about everything. And he has Michael Malice on occasionally. And so I started listening to part of the problem that kind of delved me down the libertarian train. I might be the only person who knew Dave as a comic, be, like before the Liberty stuff. Like everyone, everyone I talked to in the Liberty circles, like I found out Dave was a comic like years after the fact or whatever. I knew him as a comic comics. I knew him as a comic beforehand. So it, it's it's funny when I just constantly hear like, yeah, and then Dave, I'm part of the problem. Like I know Dave from Legion of Skanks. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> it, but that's it's so. So your dad kind of got into politics. A little bit, yeah. I wouldn't, like, totally voice that onto him. It was like, I was a kid. I paid attention to the news. I liked sitting downstairs at night and watching the news. I was like, oh, I don't like these people at all. I just I just sat downstairs watching the news. I don't know why. Just weird kid. I don't know. I was like the kid who would just sit downstairs and just, like, draw for hours on end as a kid. And so I guess that translates to me being able to sit downstairs and watch news all the time possibly you could sit there and pay attention and not lose focus which is again mm -hmm. kudos i have a hard time doing that <laughs> uh jesus christ what was i gonna fucking say oh so you all right so you, so you don't really say your daddy didn't get into politics again when i was 17 i just try to equate myself like you to me i just always anytime i talk to anybody i always try to put myself in their shoes right so you're the perfect mm -hmm. example because you're you are oh my god you weren't even born during 9 11 no Four years after 9-11. That's like history for you. Listen, George Bush, George Whoa. W. Bush was inaugurated on the for the second time on my yeah. birthday, on the day I was born. Fuck me. <laughs> Bro, I was a sophomore in high school during 9-11. That's crazy. Oh, I'm getting old. I'm dying. All right. So when I was 17, again, I just focused on football. Like I didn't give a shit mm -hmm. about it. Now, granted. The internet was around, obviously, when I was 17, but it wasn't like it is now, right? Like, you have literally at the finger, your fingertips, Twitter, all this shit. I would have had to do, like, real research to try to find some shit out. So you do have a, a, a step above. But, like, even if I was into politics at 17, I'm thinking, again, myself, where I was at that time. I was playing football. Already was, I was already a nerd because I like comic books. I already wasn't, mm -hmm. like, a cool jock, even though I played football. Yeah. I don't know if I would fucking be also like tell these other guys like hey have you guys heard about like ron paul they'd be like no you fucking loser like <laughs> do you talk to your high school classmates about this shit you try to convert them to liberty or you're just like nah or are you are you the weird kid <laughs> are you the weird kid that talks about politics yeah i'm the weird kid who talks nice. about politics and i like it way too much man like last year for my English class, we were reading The Great Gatsby. You know, it's like the 1920s, just before the Depression. Yeah, 
it's a really good book. I enjoyed yeah. it. But I was talking about like, oh, they don't know what's coming. This is all just a boom before the bust. I was talking about the Federal Reserve. I single-handedly got that phrase banned in my English class. I was not allowed to talk about the Federal Reserve because of my English class. Uh, so I'll be talking about this in my math class. At, we'll do our lesson for like, I don't know, 25 minutes. And then he'll be like, go ahead, work on your homework or whatever. And I'll be talking to my friend about like economics. I'll be talking about like, oh, the housing mark, the housing market is a bubble and stuff, and like inflation and interest rates and the Federal Reserve. And my, my teachers look at me like a lunatic. And he, he, my teacher's like, hey, David, since you know about economics, what what financial, uh, what 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 should I invest in? Crypto. You just tell him crypto. <laughs> just tell him Bitcoin. I told him that I am not a financial expert, but that hedging against inflation never hurts. How many books on economics have you, have you read? Okay, so I've read Bob Murphy's Understanding Money Mechanics, Economics in One Lesson, What Has Government Done to Our Money? That's all I've read. But, dude, you don't understand. Like, I can't get adults to read Economics in One Lesson. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm actually re-listening re to it right now just because mm -hmm. I'm not I, – I physically cannot sit down and read a book anymore. I can't yeah. do it. I need to do something. I can't. I need to. I'll go to my phone or I'll be watching. I I need. So I'm big on audiobooks now. So I'm, I'm re listening to just that. And, and the fact that you read Bob Murphy's not like a cool guy. <laughs> like, I like he, Bob Murphy. No, Thank no, no, no. Much. Shut up. That's not what I mean. <laughs> this, this is what I'm saying. Like, you're like a robot. A 17 year should be like, I read Bob Murphy. I'm glad you did. Like, this is, like, I'm happy you are. Cause, like, it's important that. We need the youth and you and your generation to be like, no, you guys are fucking stupid. Like my fellow generation is stupid with money. My yeah. fellow generation is stupid with pub, uh, public discourse stuff. My fellow, you're, that's great. But it just blows my mind that some 17 year old like, Bob Murphy's actually pretty cool. Hey, no, he's not. And I'm an adult. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he's a nice guy. Okay, he's but, not fucking cool. Okay. Understanding money mechanics is not a hard book to read. It's not like written down like man economy or state or like human <laughs> action. It's not a super dense book. It's pretty simple to go through. Like, if Fair. you understand a few terms like yields Fair. and like stuff like even I don't understand. I, I still have to understand the bond market and learn about that. But it's not a super dense book. So it's pretty simple. And it, I thought I've, it was very useful for understanding how I've the only Fed heard comes. honestly snippets of that book. I never fucking read them. But uh, I mean I can uh, uh I want to read listen to Soul's fucking book. Basic uh, economics, yeah. Yeah, because that's I think important. But like I, I, what else are you reading? Like what what else are you reading that and any other 17-year-old in the world isn't. So what else are you reading right now? I want to know your list. Well, I, I, I'm currently getting a – jeez. Um, Facts. Your camera lens is mad far right. Funny yeah, joke by Chris. David Cameron's lens is further right than Curtis Jarvin. I don't know, man. I'm kind of just <laughs> leaning here. It's just pointing a little bit over that way because I'm right up against a wall here. So that's the that's the problem here. Because I'm on a literally, I record on a little nightstand. Like right now, I got a little nightstand. I got a lamp that's giving me a little extra light, and my camera's right there. So it's at a little bit of an angle, and I can only scoot my chair so close to the wall so that way I'm centered. So yeah. And if it's kind of like tilting a little bit, that's because it's on a tripod. And I'm trying my best, guys. Come on, give me a break. Yeah, Chris, you fucking yeah. bitch. Come on, man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Chris is awesome. He's, he's no, Chris great. is cool. That's good. Yeah, but um, I'm currently compiling like a list of economics books that I'm just gonna delve into this summer. Like this summer, I work in, I'm working over in the woods somewhere in Wisconsin. Um, I'm doing. I'm be, that was very vague. <laughs> doing I, one in the woods. I'm working at summer camp. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
So I'm going to be spending the mornings, like just before we start everything, I'm going to exercise every morning. And then while I'm working, because I'm going to be working at like their little trading post thing, I'm going to be reading in between customers and selling kids sugar, you know, taking their kid, their parents' credit card money. I'll be, I'll be reading the entire time and exercising and trying to improve myself during the summer. So I'm creating a list of economic books that I'm trying to get. I got Bob Murphy's Choice, which is like a condensed version of, of uh, human action. I've gotten... God, right above, right on that bookshelf there, I got Murray Rothbard's The Progressive Era. I'm getting, I got Saifedean Amos's uh, The Fiat Standard. I need to get The Bitcoin Standard. Uh, I've just got two Peter Peter Schiff books today in the mail, uh, How an Economy Grows and Why It Crashes, and Crash Proof, How to Survive the Next Financial Collapse. Uh, but like right now that I'm like trying to actively read, um, I'm trying to pick, I'm trying to read Pat Buchanan's book, uh, where the, I think it's where the right went wrong. Oh, isn't he just, didn't it just come out not too long ago? No, I don't think so. It's, it's an older book. What, what, uh, the, what one did he just write not too long ago that this came out that people are talking about? I'm not sure. Okay. It was in 2005. Oh, that might be it then actually. That, that, that actually might be what I'm referring to. Actually, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, but it's like how the neoconservatives subverted the American the subverted the Reagan Revolution and hijacked the Bush presidency. You know, I realized why we just had a mis uh, miscommunication there. I'm old in 2005 to me. <laughs> that was when I was born, Adam. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. So 2005 to me is like no, I was like not recently, and you're like I, I was literally born. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, you got it. I was. I'm 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 literally <laughs> only a few months older than this than that book is. That's but yeah. But I got. I'm, I'm trying to read that, and then I also want to read the Omnivore's Dilemma, which is about like food stuff and yeah, how food food's been screwed up. Uh, and then I also want to pick up and read because I got Jordan Peterson's books like ages ago, but I never properly delved into them. So I got to read Twelve Rules for Life and Beyond Order, Twelve More Rules for Life. You know that sort of thing. I've listened to enough Jordan Peterson where I'm good. I don't <laughs> need the book. I'm not gonna read the book. This is no fucking way. I'm listening to the book. This is, I just I'm I'm good. I think I got it. <laughs> like I think I I love I know he's great like I'm just saying I think I got out what I need out of the hours of podcast to listen to him speak I don't think I'm gonna get anything new I don't know <laughs> like listen, out man, of the book I went through a Jordan Peterson phase where I would just when I whenever I'd mow my lawn like every other day for like two hours I would just be listening to Jordan Peterson lecture on like postmodernism or like cultural Marxism or something or like how to how to improve your life or like lobster dopamine stuff. You know, I was listening yeah, yeah, to yeah. that stuff uh, just for hours and hours. And like that, that man is wonderful. God bless him. That He's is great. like, the, if I had one person I could interview on my podcast, like it would be Jordan Peterson. Like God bless that man. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd be, He's, yeah, I would like to definitely, I mean, who wouldn't like to have some words with him? Uh, it's kind of negative. You know what I meant? Like have a conversation. <laughs> I don't want to fuck him up. Uh, <laughs> I can definitely fuck him in peace. And he looks easy to take. He looks tall and frail. <laughs> Definitely fight him. <laughs> um, Leave that poor man alone. <laughs> no, kid. I love Jordan Peterson. Uh, what you're? I feel like you're so far ahead of the curve of your age. Do you even care about sports at all? Do you fuck around with sports at all? Listen, I if if sports if like the NFL hadn't gone like super leaning into like the woke stuff, I would still be watching like the NFL Network. Like I enjoyed watching football. Like I genuinely enjoyed it. I, so, me and my brother would sit downstairs and watch the NFL draft and these old NFL documentaries. Like I, I enjoyed watching football. But like ever since the like you know Black Lives Matter stuff started stepping in, I just didn't care. No, it's really trash. Care. But hear, oh, hear yeah. me out. The game though doesn't matter. <laughs> so the, during the actual game, all that shit doesn't. It's irrelevant. It's just everything surrounding the physical sixty minutes of the game that sucks. 
Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of going back to just the way it was. Like, like they have small bullshit things still, like in the end zone. So like, and racism were like, you know, oh, they're just virtue signaling nonsense instead mm -hmm. of doing anything. <laughs> they just, you know, put it on a helmet. But it's not like talked about as much of what, like they don't show the kneeling if anybody even kneels. I don't even think anybody even kneels anymore. Like, I, I think it's kind of over with that shit. Um, I, I just care. I, I love football so much. I, I never let that stop me from watching it. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I felt like I'm letting evil win almost. <laughs> like, like, all this woke virtual signaling nonsense. Like, no, no, no. I'm still going to watch the sport I love. Like, I, I can't just, I'm not going to stop watching football because of the other bullshit. Because that's what the media wants me to focus on. So, I never stop. My dad did, my dad did the same thing you did, though. My dad was a big football fan. and was like, I'm done. I was like, all right. I respect your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that. So, all right. So, you, you, but you don't play anything, right? Like, you don't, I don't, like, I don't. I don't do a lot of extracurriculars. Like I would, uh, I like trap shooting. I don't know. I don't know if that's considered a sport. I like, I like shooting. That sort of things. Sort of my, it's sort of my thing. I, I don't know. The only extracurricular that I really ever did was like speech because I got to just like, talk about current events. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I would say shooting is a sport if you're sh you're hunting somebody and they have a gun. Also, then that's a sport. That's pretty cool. <laughs> hunting I would band. love to do like paintball stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Not as dangerous, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> so where do you have a college in mind? So I don't know. I'm conflicted on the college issue of whether or not I need to go to one. I can definitely see the benefits of one. There's uh, this college in Michigan called Hillsdale. It's like a private college. You don't take any government money or anything. They're the people who created, you know, like Trump's 1776 curriculum. So they're like a little bit more right wing, but they're not a woke university at all. Mm. I got to I got to go visit and I I was sitting I was sitting there listening to a history professor lecture on like early Christianity uh, for like an hour. And he talks about he said specifically the the woke people don't know history. And he says this like blatantly out yeah, loud. And that it was glorious. And I love the college. They have like they have Ludwig von Mises's collection. Oh wow! It's at the at the college, they have a whole room dedicated to the guy, and that they also teach teach Austrian economics and like Murray Rothbard. If you go into economics, what uh, what's the uh, you know how the Mises Institute has mm -hmm. like students? Is that a thing? The Mises U. Is that a thing? That I, yeah. I mean, I'm so I I just see it. I don't obviously ever look into it because I'm 35. But so what is, <laughs> would you would you would you try to do that ever? Oh man, I want to do that next summer because it's like a summer program for like a week where you just go and you get to attend a bunch of seminars after you do some required readings and you get to learn about economics and then you get like a little diploma thing. It's kind of like, they, it's called Mises U, of course, uh, but it's for like college students and I guess like advanced high school students. I definitely want to go. Um, I definitely want to go to Mises U next summer. That's one of the goals along with like Pork Fest because I got to throw a little meat out there to the free staters. I want to go to Pork Fest in 2023. This summer, though, that's not feasible because I got a job that, that I'm kind of forced to be at the entire summer. <laughs> Justin O'Donnell says better than going better than going to libertarian school would be just moving to New Hampshire again. Yeah, be less cold. <laughs> just be less cold. I was cold last weekend. Just fucking too good. Oh, you live from Minnesota, though, so it's like – yeah. Who gives a shit? There's probably it's less. It was equal lateral, lateral move for you. Um, I mean, I think it'd be pretty much the same weather. Maybe a little yeah. bit better because it's because something about the sea. I don't know. I've I've heard the opposite. I've heard Justin say otherwise about like the weather. 
But like, I definitely want to. The, the goal ultimately is to move to New Hampshire. I want to live in New Hampshire. As, as annoying as you New Hampshireites can be, because <laughs> sorry, the Free Staters they can be really autistic. Not gonna lie. I haven't been to one libertarian event where that hasn't been the case. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> but like the Free Staters are like you crank it up a notch, and then you go beyond that one guy uh, who could not understand your joke. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's the same cold as Philly. You're not leaving the Northeast. Hey, no, it's not the same cold as Philly. I, if you look at the fucking weather comparatively in January to like here and up there, it's degrees colder for sure. Definitely the, the more north you go, right? That's how it works. Man, this, <laughs> the is, about go, the the this is about the most normal conversation I've had. Like, uh, like if a normal person was having a conversation talking about the weather between Philly and New Hampshire, it's just about the most normal <laughs> conversation I've had in ages. This is the argument I keep having with them up there. I go, it's too cold. They go, it's not that cold. They go, no, it is that cold. And they keep going, it's the same cold. They go, no, it's not. So this is more of a long-standing argument I have with all the New Hampshire people. Uh, oh, yeah. Masha was the assistant one last week and not me. That's true. Masha was, like, heckling me. <laughs> like pretty much nice. like not like not negatively she was just talking like she mm -hmm. thought like we were having a conversation with her but that's not how comedy works we're just doing our comedy and she was like oh yeah me too we're like no was we got drunk that's a word you could say <laughs> some would say obliterated some could say <laughs> drunk i don't know <laughs> oh lord but I told Justin to choke her out in the middle of my set because <laughs> she was fucking being too loud. Jesus Christ. Uh, so what do you want to do with your fucking life then? I don't know, man. I want to go into media production and like writing. That, that's the goal. I want to write about current events and talk about this stuff. That's just – I enjoy talking and so I could see myself like going into broadcasting of some sort or I could see myself doing a lot of writing. I've had a few articles published so far, so I don't know. Maybe I'll be able to get my foot in the door for some stuff. What do you have published and where? So I've had one article written about New Hampshire winning in, in freedom stuff and the Foundation of Economic Education. And being libertarian, it's like the most recent article, like the only one that's been published in a year other than that one that got taken off. Mm -hmm. um, one on secession and like why it's a historical and very American thing. And then I'm have I've had two published at the Libertarian Institute. One one is about uh, shoot, what was it about? God, I can't remember. Uh, let me. I'm gonna quickly check. But like the most recent one, it hasn't come out yet. Uh, but it's about it's gonna be about how the American right is anti-Bush, not anti-war. So that'll be coming out soon. Uh, oh yeah, it's about how to uh, when the bubble pops, will you be ready? It's talking about like how the government inflated a massive bubble economy, and it got published at the at the Libertarian Institute. Interesting. Yeah. So you wanted to, like, what you think? I'm like, well, so when you say write, I know you just said like write article. You mean like even like books or even try to write? Because <clears throat> hear me out. <clears throat> I feel like there's a market for libertarian slash middle leaning to write leaning people for entertainment, right? Like, I feel yeah. like the people are just over the woke Hollywood bullshit. And you're entertaining. You're young. You kind of get culture. You're mm -hmm. entertaining. You could be witty. You get humor, at least. Like, you understand humor. You understand the nuances of humor. You ever thought about trying to work your way into trying to writing, like, at your own show? Like, comedy show or some sort of sketch or something, but, like, libertarian-leaning or right-leaning, whatever you want to say. 
I, I don't know if I've specifically thought about like whether I would do that, but like one of the things I want to do is I want to start like a prof like a professional media company, you know, kind of like how the Blaze has something like the Daily Wire, they've got things, but like a libertarian media production thing. So I want to be able to like produce quality shows, bring people on to do shows like that, you know, um, possibly get into making, you know, content kind of like, you know, how the Tuttle Twins is making content, the Daily Wire is making movies. I want to do media production. That is what I care about. I want to start like publishing the news, like from a libertarian perspective and making videos and like quality made shows. That's the goal. I want to do media production and get into that field. Yeah, that's that's the route, man. The way everything's going. Like, I wish when I was younger, again, like fucking, I wish I like was more tech savvy. Like now, obviously, like you're doing my thumbnails for me, fucking for Christ's <laughs> sake. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, cause like, especially for comedy, like I look at other comics who, I'm, I wouldn't say anyone necessarily, I don't want to shit on any other comics, but like comics who aren't funny, but they're blowing up on social media because of the way they're good at like cutting clips. Right. But I've seen them do stand. I'm like, you're not that fucking good. <laughs> I've seen you bomb in person. Like, you know, but I'm seeing their fucking TikToks blow up, their Twitter blow up because they have a put. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, if I'm funnier than this motherfucker, but my, 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 I don't, I can't cut shit. Like, you, that's what I'm saying. You're ahead of the curve. So I think you 100% should fucking do that. What would be your main, you would want to run it? Yeah. Or just be like a content creator. I want I want to be a content creator and I want to like help run I want to run the thing that's the goal you know kind of like you know how Glenn Beck he's got like he has his own show and stuff but then he also runs the Blaze like kind of like that but like less neoconservative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you like would you would you want to start like a like a move to New Hampshire and like start a comp not a compound was not the right word <laughs> start like because yes. I was thinking like compound media uh but thinking like a, like a like a like a studio in New Hampshire and like yeah. bring people to New Hampshire. Yeah. I would love to do that. Like that sort of thing would be great. I would love to do it. Like I honestly, I could see myself like buying like a, a large rural part of New Hampshire. And so that way I could like, you know, build a house somewhere, but then there's also like a side road or whatever that goes down to like a good studio. Yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah, man. I think it's also a good step. Like the fact that I don't go to the studio anymore to record because i don't want to drive to philly in my fucking new car mm -hmm. uh because you know i don't know if you guys saw the video of kenzie's on twitter recently have you seen the video of uh which one it was a tweet and it said uh you know 33 trillion dollars for ukraine or whatever the fuck i forgot what it was but like look at kensington kensington's a really bad part of philly and, oh, that one. Oh, and right. The dude's now just I know. Slowly just... driving down the street, and it's just like bombs starting fires in the middle of like the street by the train station. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So that's so the thing about Ken Kensington is like part of it's being gentrified, but part of it's not. And where the studio is is like the getting gentrified part, but it's not far from that part. And I'm like, I'm not taking my brand new fucking car and parking it where like Neil's car has been like broken into multiple times. Mm -hmm. like, like you know, he has a really funny story <laughs> on, on they told on cult of us where uh he walked outside one day and just was looking down like the street where his car was parked and he saw like these kids by his car window and he's like is that my fucking car and he's like looking down and he's walking closer he's like hey hey and these three kids are like looking at him they see him and they run and he's like what the fuck were they doing and he walks over to their to his car and they just had a bucket of sand 
and we're just dumping it in his window. <laughs> what? They were just throw. They were put pouring sand into his car. Yeah. They, they pulled the window down a little bit. They just started dumping sand. Like ten year olds, just, not like not like just... teenagers, like kids, like just bored kids, just fucking with a random car they found. And he's like, I don't even know where they got sand from. Like, There's no <laughs> sand around here. He's like, it's Kensington. He's like, where the fuck did they get sand from? So funny because it was not. If that was my car. I'd be furious. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, hey, bud, I got when I once I got the, the new car, I was like, I'm not. We have Streamyard. Like, I'm not coming down anymore. <laughs> I was like, we're just gonna mm-hmm. do this. But yeah. I'm gonna get my car because especially I have, to, I have a canvas top and shit. I'm gonna get my fucking top ripped open with a knife. Fuck out of here. It's crazy. So yeah, fuck the cities, dude. Yeah, hundred percent. Totally agree. Which is also, I guess, ironic or hypocritical. It's like vote Democrat. Yes. It's Speed like, up okay, the but collapse. All the cities. Do, all every major city. Is like, oh, but if you vote Democrat, if you don't want these rights taken, it's like every city has been voting Democrat for 50 years. Listen, man, all I'm saying is continue voting Democrat and just speed along the collapse. Like, I'm convinced that's why New Hampshire keeps electing uh, Democrats to the to like the to to the Senate into the House uh, just so they can speed up the collapse everywhere else. So that way, (laughs) New Hampshire looks even better. I agree. Uh, Magoose's Brady, Brady Davidians has a nice ring to it. Dude, that could be your fucking cult theme. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool as fuck. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, they suck. Like, I know there's like the, it's like, well, the right sucks too. It's like, yeah, but not but the, the not same. Not as much. Yeah. It's not the same. Like, they suck with, the, like, they suck with fiscal stuff. They're liars, right? Like, they didn't help with lockdowns. They're fucking cowards. So, yeah, they suck. Mm-hmm. But they're not trying to change the culture of America. That's the fucking difference. And to me, that's the bigger evil. Like, once you're trying to, like, get to the kids and, like, take that however you will, but, like, try to, you know, change the mind of the youth and, like, do fucked up evil shit. It's, like, evil shit in my mind, right? It's, like, that's the worst party then. Sorry. And also, I'm not retarded, so, like, all the lies you're going to tell me about the right aren't going to work on me. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like the whole, uh, the KKK, what the 1000 of them that's left, like, shut the fuck up. Like they don't, they barely exist anymore. It's listen, just the constant lies. I just, it just, they're worse. Like, listen, when I hear about it, like, they're, they're saying there's a white supremacist problem in America. It's like what Nick Fuentes, like his crowd, like seriously, there's, there's no reason to be afraid of them. They're like, what, skinny little soy boys who yeah. who can barely grow a mustache, who are going like, we're going we're gonna to bring back a white ethno state, and they are like killing themselves by being incels. Yeah, um, you can't fuck. They're, they're right. not going to survive. Yeah. So yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's, that's also what's funny about like the left too. It's like, yeah, your kids are also going to just grow up to not probably produce because you're going to be so anti-family. Or so anti-nuclear family that you're gonna instill that value in your fucking dumb kid, and that kid's gonna grow up and just not have a kid, and then you're gonna outbreed yourself, you fucking idiots, or not mm-hmm. right outbreed or not breed, whatever, extinct yourself. Yeah, so fucking awful. Natural selection, man. <laughs> yeah, no, they're the absolute, absolute fucking worst. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of left, the, the the misinformation board, that's the thing. Oh god, god, that that woman is is ludicrous. Like the one who's supposed to be put in charge yeah, of it. Shit. Because I decided I was going to go and scroll through Twitter, see what I could dig up, which other people haven't dug up so far. And so I go searching on Twitter. I'm searching up, like, keywords. I look up Assad, and she she was one of the people that pushed, like, you know, the Assad gas his own people thing. 
that yeah. ended up being a lie because it was just people that wanted it was just Al Qaeda, um, moderate re- moderate rebels who wanted our support. You know, it was just them, and we learned that eventually. But she was one of the people pushing that, pushing the narrative that Assad was gassing his own people. Uh, I don't know. I think she was a Russia Gator, of course. You know, uh, she did the Hunter Biden's laptop. It's like, yeah, every I, I, talking I, point in existence. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I love the reaction to it, though, because it just shows you how little respect people have for these institutions and how little they're going to listen to anything they say. Like, yeah, you just see this outrage against this against this lady who's just completely out of it, completely removed from reality. And everyone else can see that as well. And they're completely rejecting it. Right. So. It's just this is just it's beautiful that people are just rejecting the idea of this thing. And I think it's going to be like the ATF is now every single nominee that they put up for the head of the ATF will be will be criticized and demonized. And like, look at what we did. David Chipman didn't become the ATF, the head of the ATF. I don't know. It's ATF director or something. Yeah. But uh, murder lead we, murderer. Yeah. We, we cyber bullied him out of the position. So yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. can do it with the Ministry of Truth. I th- yeah, especially with Elon buying Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we definitely have more of a chance to now for sure than mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think bullying is important because they just yeah. do what they want. And when I say they, I mean whoever the Weird fuck's in power. Uh, or, like, <laughs> here's the thing like, if the right wins the presidency, I will put money on it. They don't disband that board. Yeah. yeah. They'll just make 100%. it their own witch hunt. Right. Yeah. So it's, that's the evil of. That's why I, I, I was talking about this with Jacob Winograd, who sucks on his podcast last yeah. night. Uh, <laughs> we, we were talking about like the it's all the the stances for Disney stuff, whatever, and, yeah. or just you know, and like it's like yeah, just yeah. When they make laws in the things against we like, it's like okay, cool, because it's fucking the thing we don't like. But it's like it opens the back door for when the other side gets in power. Then they just use the yeah. same shit against like the Texas abortion bill before the whole other abortion thing came up. When they were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we're, we're banning abortion," and then California's like, "Oh, you're gonna do that? Okay, cool. We're gonna do. We, we you can sue gun manufacturers now, whatever the fuck. Like they came up with, like they use the same loophole, but against guns. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with that shit. That's why you just gotta eliminate it all. That's why, again, aside from pro life, pro choice, all that shit, the fact that if the abortion thing goes through back down to states' rights, I'm just just as a person looking at state rights." between states and feds i like that right because you anything you take away from the federal government is better than it being there so yeah. i prefer it being states rights minus the fact that i'm pro-life and all that shit like even if i wasn't it's still yeah all right, well state rights are better and then the fact that mm-hmm. yeah you want to murder babies also is not cool <laughs> yeah i mean I, I totally agree with you man like I, I i love that roe v wade's being struck down because you're gonna see like new york and california become like these havens for abortions and you'll just get to see the ideological self-segregation as michael malice calls it just start to form and i think it's what's gonna happen it's that's gonna when the republicans take back the house and the senate i i think we're gonna see blue states trying to secede and the republicans are gonna be like sure go for it they Biden loses support. I mean, if the Democrats lose California, like if California decides we're going to secede and become our own thing, can the Democrats ever win an election again? Like a presidential yes, election? Yes, but it'd be way harder. Yeah, they would. Yeah, there'd they, have they, to they be like sure, a major yeah, shift well, everywhere if New, else. If New, if New York still counts, that's a giant state. 
Yeah, but like California has so much. It's kind yeah, of like the, 60 it's or kind of like whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it's some it's kind of like Texas. And that if the Republicans lose Texas, they will never be able to win a presidential election. If it turns blue, so like the Democrats would radically have to shift a ton of other states to blue states if California yeah. if California left. Yeah, well California, I mean, they have a good economy. But I don't know how good it would be if they left the country. That's the thing. Right, because I'm sure they benefit a lot from being part of the U.S. Yeah, I would, I would assume. So here's the part where I'm just now I'm out of my fucking league, talking out my fucking ass. I have no idea. I know they have a bigger GDP than like Russia does. Yeah, Russia so, okay. has a GDP the size of Texas. Yeah, and California is like the biggest in the state. They're they're like fifth in the world or something crazy like that. Yeah, <laughs> like if, yeah. if California became its own country, right. it'd be the fifth la- fifth largest GDP right away. But just my- as its own nation. Now, okay, sure. But mm-hmm. here's my question, who I, I would like to talk to somebody who knows what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. How, does that is that only because it's California, comma, USA? You know, is it does the USA matter? Because I... if they get all the benefits of being part of the USA with all the government benefits of being part of the USA, because once they break off, well, they lose all the government government funding, that's gone. Right? So now they have to do their own. And and now I would assume. A lot of people, especially Northern California, can be like, "We're mm-hmm. out, peace," and they're going to leave. Yeah, because they're not good. They because remember, Northern Southern California are one eighties of each other. So, SoCal's all fucking lefties, and Northern Cal's mostly middle to right leaning. Yeah, so they move, mm-hmm. then production drops because I bet you they do a lot of the farming. I would assume. Yeah, they they do almost all of it. Right. So, oh, where do they get the food now from? Oh, they have to pay for it. Oh, wow, where are you getting that money from? And now I feel like they start to go down. Will you keep putting out movies that no one wants to watch? More woke shit that no one wants to watch? All right, good luck. Like, California, like, most of its GDP is are, like, goods. Are, then less goods and more services. Like, you know, things like movies. You'll see, like, tech come out of California. But right now you're seeing so much leave California. Like, you saw... Yeah. Elon moved down to Austin. You saw yeah. Joe Rogan leave to Austin. You're seeing a ton of companies flock to Florida now as well. You're gonna, you're what you're seeing right now is California is about to go down. It's gonna go down in the future. And like I would assume that losing benefits from the from the United States federal government would only doom it further. Like it, it would just catch in the flames right there. And then they just come right back in. Like, uh, let, like they let, they're not gonna be like, now nah, you can't come back. Like that's what I'm saying. I, like, I, I think that a Republican House and Congress would full on say, yeah, we're not letting you back in. I think they would say, no, California, you took this option. Now eat, eat your words. Yeah, that because well, then you get to the because this is where I can get to the dicey part of like, okay, well then they're def- technically a foreign country mm-hmm. that you would require a passport. But if if California collapses and people want to come back over, what are you gonna fucking stop them at the for, at the border with force? You know, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm for it. I'm for that force. I'm for that government Man. force. All I, stop what woke I'm LA for, people coming in. <laughs> what I'm for is for laying explosives all along yeah, yeah. the border of Southern California, and then we just rig it to explode, and so it casts off into the ocean. Yeah, we'll, we'll blow the San Andreas fault. Yes, we'll create the rock movie. Yes. Get them the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, they suck. But New York sucks too. I was just in New York yeah. for the comedy the other oh, week. I, I was just talking the top lobster for my Sunday special this week, and he was talking about just how terrible New York is. And God, I I never want to live in a city. 
Like, I never want to. I hate driving in cities. Like, when I have to drive down to the metro here in Minnesota, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul, I hate driving down there. It is the worst. So I couldn't Bet you it's not as bad as New York. (laughs) I'm sure it's not as bad, but I could not live in a city for the life of me. So, I mean, I grew up in Staten Island, which had terrible trip. Because Staten Island's an island, obviously, seven Mm -hmm. miles by 14 miles wide. It's not big. Mm-hmm. But there's over 600,000 people there. So it's super overcrowded. So there's a lot of traffic. And then, yeah. you know, you grow up in New York City and you'd grow up driving in Brooklyn, driving in Manhattan. So, like, I'm comfortable driving anywhere. But driving in Manhattan, I hate it. I don't enjoy it. I can. I don't get, like, stressed. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like, I, it does suck. I, I do. Yeah, it's a nightmare. No, cities are disgusting. Like, also interesting where I was at uh, Gas Digital Studios and... I, oh, I'm, not fancy. Gonna say, I'm not going to say where they are, but they're on the east side. And the east side, lower east side of Manhattan traditionally is business driven. You know, like so many businesses thriving. Like it's a lot of people live there. And after they shut all the COVID stuff down, pretty much they shut you know, from COVID, like so many fucking buildings and, bo- or, and stores are boarded up still. Like everything, like before they were all operation and, and they, they're not able to come back because, well, the prices didn't go down. Like, it's not like landlords are like, oh, yeah, we'll take less price living in Manhattan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I went down to Minneapolis, like it was right in 2020, that was like when I was first getting like my learner's permit to drive. And I was going down there, sitting in the passenger seat, and I'm watching as like, Oh, and Adam's gone. All right. Um, I guess this is where I plug biblical anarchy, you know, make sure Adam, he can't, uh, he can't, nobody can hear him I was right giving now. you a solo layout. I, was, I wasn't gone. I oh, was all right. You, I was giving you the floor. I wasn't floor. sure. Okay. No, I was, I was the confused there <laughs> if you had just dropped floor. the call or nope. something. Giving you the floor. All right. Well, you know, I, I was driving down in Minneapolis right when I was first getting like my learner's permit, you know, so I could drive and it was a garbage hole. Like, by far, because Minneapolis is the the center of, like, all the riot stuff because, you know, George Floyd, you know, shoved and kneeled on his neck down there. So, the place is a garbage hole. I'm seeing homeless people just sleeping on benches, garbage built up everywhere, tents popped up wherever. These cities are garbage holes, and people need to leave the cities. If you care about your sanity, leave the cities. Heck, like, we need to annex Canada at this point. I'm just kidding. I'm not actually advocating annexing Canada, but I would perfectly well, you know, be okay with, you know, people dispersing out into the wilderness here in the United States, like, like full on, like we, like it is not healthy to cram that many people into the cities. It's, it's not, it's not okay, man. Yeah. It's, uh, they said you could fit the entire population of the world in Texas and it would be like the density of Manhattan. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. The entire world, 8 billion, 7 billion, whatever the fucking, it would be like a giant mega city, like a mega city pretty much, but still wild. Imagine uh, the crime. Oh, it'd be crazy. <laughs> it'd be so crazy. Or it'd be like Judge Dredd, which would be cool. I don't know, man. You never I seen Judge Dredd? You never seen no, Dredd? no, I've never seen it. I shouldn't use that reference on you. I knew you were too young. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it sound coming in my mouth. I was like, he's not going to get this. I was like, I have to go for it because Judge Dredd is fucking perfect. What the fuck is biting me? Like a fucking. Come on, Jacob, stop biting Adam. Oh, I have a fucking tick on me. Oh, weird, dude. This Holy early shit. in the season. Yeah, I, I had a fucking tick on me. 
Holy shit. Look at that. You guys just watch me not get Lyme disease. <laughs> well, you little fucker. I pulled off my <laughs> dog earlier, too. I mean, I haven't run into him yet. It's been God too cold. Damn it. It's Pennsylvania. Yeah, wild. The weather here is so bipolar, man. Like, we'll go, it'll be sunny, and it'll be 70 degrees, and the next day it'll be 40 degrees, and there'll be snow. Jeez. Good thing I felt that little fuck. Dude, I <laughs> fucking hate ticks. God damn it. Dude, I get so I get violently mad. I get violently mad because it's parasitic. It's like a parasitic fucking, you know, creature, and I, and I hate parasites, and it does remind me of the fucking left. You're right. Yeah, it's dead. So my wife's like, did you kill it? Yeah, I, sma I smashed it with my it? fucking vape pen. <laughs> I just Adam, that's nasty. Uh, you, should paper, right the, you should just throw away the vape pen now. What? No, I'm gonna make sure I gotta burn it for sure. But uh, no, I can't because it's live, but it's dead for sure. But I killed it on this paper. Yeah, it's for this sure. It's dead. Weird, weird. I know. I'm sorry. It's very <laughs> random. This tick was on me, dude. What the fuck? Like, how? <laughs> how does it? Oh, I hate them. Oh. Yeah, so Adam, I gotta ask, like, Short. what are your, what are your thoughts on like the Roe v. Wade stuff? Like, what do you think that overall it's gonna be a good thing? Like, do what do you make of like people making the libertarian argument of you know we shouldn't we the the it's just gonna be a war on abortion thing? Like, what do you, what do you think of that? Yeah, I'll argument? be honest with you. So, uh, I'm I'm on the Bucks County, uh, XCOM in Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. and I'm the board rep. And I, I'm also technically the social media chair, but like that's a kind of my name only. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. have time for it. But but a couple of people have access to the social medias that we have access to, and they they're a lot of post shit. And one of the guys who's a great guy, but not Mises, uh, posted something today, and it was like, oh, libertarians will always protect your right to choose, and I, and I was like, hold the fuck up. I was like, this is it, it was so vague. I was like, this is way more nuanced than that. Like, you know, I'm like, how about state rights? How about this? How about that? How about that? How about that? So I was like, I'm like, I'm deleting this post. I'm like, I'm deleting it. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. But like, that, that's, this is too big of an issue just to fucking throw out there without talking to any of us on the board. Yeah. Be like, Yo, what do you guys think about posting this representing the entire county? Well, I don't know, man. I bet you a lot of us are pro-life and, and especially the majority of us County are Mises, which I'm pretty sure the majority, not everybody, but the majority are pro-life. So again, the whole Roe Ro v. Wade thing, it's I I'm glad it's going to states' rights. I would prefer to go to states' rights. Let let them figure it out, and then if you want to get it, then go to a state that fucking offers it. I guess. I mean, you know, I, what what am I gonna say? Because like, in my opinion, it should be only used for like two reasons, <laughs> like you know, and that's it. Otherwise, it's like, I mean. But this is also I don't like this. I don't like this either. If you look around the Twitter, it's like men shouldn't have a say. Okay, well, my wife, who's a woman, is pro life, so she doesn't have a say. Mm -hmm. Like that's crazy. It, it's it's yeah. it, 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 they're pretending like women aren't pro life. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It's just mm -hmm. lies. It's, it's lies and propaganda. It, you know, it's all it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what totally. You, I mean, what's your take? So, like, I'm a very pro-life individual. So much so that, like, I, I may be, like, an ANCAP, but I, I, I'll tolerate the state doing something about abortion. Uh, 
you know, because like my entire logic, like I, I spelled this out on Twitter just a little while ago. And like this guy, Liberty Zoomer, for some reason, I just replied to it as sweet. And it's like, I'm an anarchist, but as so long as the state has the monopoly on violence and law, I would like them to exercise it in a way that protects people, especially innocent babies, you know? Like, I'm right. not okay. I don't care how many arguments of like war on abortion. I don't think they're like, do you think there's a, Adam, do you think there's a, like, in the way libertarians use it, do you think there's a war on murder? Or a war on theft. No. Like you could argue the state's not very good at it, but you know what? If the state's gonna be there anyways, why aren't they protecting like these innocent children? I think that there will be a decrease in abortions as a result of it becoming illegal in some states. And I'm oh I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with that because you know what? I care more about like an individual baby's life than I do about like, oh, but like unintended consequences. You know what? That child didn't ask to be murdered. Sorry. Like right now, like the the abortion issue was the and the borders were the two things holding me back from joining the LP or like becoming like a fan of the LP for the longest time before I knew about like the woke stuff in the LP. Yeah, yeah, the board the borders thing. People are like, "Where'd you take?" I go, "I don't fucking know. I really I just don't, don't care. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I th- I mean, like, I don't. I couldn't really think care. of an issue I care about less. Frankly. I don't care. I care way more about the 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 power of the state over the COVID shit. Mm-hmm. And then I do about fucking the border or anything else, really. Or <laughs> like, I mean, I care more about like, the drug it's stuff Texas's too. But problem. Like, what, let it, let te- I, my thought is let it be Texas' problem. Oh, let them deal with it. Yeah, it's let Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, let California, let them all deal with it. You know, I would be perfectly fine with like I, I'm not gonna. People are gonna get upset at me, but I'd be perfectly fine with like states imposing as strict or as loose as borders or what as what they want around their own states. Well, it comes down to like the, the private property thing and then yeah. states' rights, which is state's property. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Then it gets involved, and I'm not an expert. I don't want to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it fucking goes. I, I agree with Caleb Brown when he says that so long as the state has a monopoly on certain land or certain effects, I would like for it to be done as effectively as possible to achieve the best, like, moral means. Like, if you're going to have borders, because, like, Without borders, what is the what is a what is a state anyways? Like a state yeah. does not exist without borders. Right, physically. So I mean, if, just just if, by the literal if term. They're going to manage <laughs> the borders. I would like for them to do so effectively. Right. I don't think that's a controversial statement, but I don't think that so long as the state exists, they're always going to have control of the borders. So, like open border people, I'm sorry, unless you're like advocating right now to press the button to get rid of the government right now, the borders are going to exist. And the government's going to have the right to choose who can and cannot come through the borders. Yeah. And I always used to, when I was younger, I used to be not for like IP, but mm-hmm. I didn't understand the, the, like the hate against it until I got mm-hmm. older. And then I was like, oh yeah, it all makes sense. It is dumb. You know? So like, but things like that, like how far high in that is the list of, importance is the libertarians i i'm i'm honestly you know it's not my niche issue i care about like the government going overseas and murdering people that's what i'm like, saying I care mass about murder. That that's what i care I about care. yeah i agree i care more about i'll care more about the federal reserve yeah. destroying the standard of living destroying the idea of the american dream and destroying economies with the press of a button i'll care more about that and the mass murder campaigns the government performs uh, more than i care about whether or not juan comes across comes back and forth across the border 
Yeah. You know? If I Juan agree. doesn't does a crime, then Juan should be charged, right? Like if he does like an actual violent crime, right? Sure. And like, but the but like the Chinese fentanyl or whatever, I don't know. Like, make it so that people can produce this sort of stuff safely. I guess you know, end the drug war. No, end the drug war. End the stupid CIA interventions abroad. You know, reduce the things that make all these people engage in mass migration. I don't know. This is like always the part of the conversations where. No matter, you know, no matter who we talking to or whose idea it is, it all comes down to like, yeah, but it's all corrupt, right? So it doesn't really matter. Like we could talk about this all day, but until those corrupt people stop being corrupt, it's never gonna stop. Yeah. And how's that stuff? I don't know. They have to die, <laughs> like, like, or, or like they have to stop being corrupt. Like, but it's you not... have to form communist man. <laughs> yeah, we gotta be communist. I think is the answer. <laughs> no. no, no, but like, the, the, like, there's a whole thing to that where the communists are like, only communists can think a certain way, and the reason everyone else just doesn't get it is because we need to mold them into communist man. Like that's right. the whole shtick, right? Right. You know, like they gotta turn everyone into and make everyone into an anti-racist, that sort of thing. Like it's all Marxism. Well, it, it's yeah. Well, cultural Marxism is what CRT is and all that shit anyway. Yeah. But like, but like. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's this I'm looking down at you. I'm better. I know better than you type shtick they have, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm smarter. You just don't get it because you're not sm- smart as me. I'm just not successful because everyone else is the problem. That's essentially what like Marxism is. Well, that's why Marx was such a fucking bitch. And everyone was like, Marx, I'm like, if you like the dude lived like with his mom. No, he lived with Angles, who was living off the of fuck, inher- He was living with Angles, who was like his co-author on a lot of stuff, who was getting rich off of like inheritance yeah, that he right, picked up. Right, like, of course. Angles was exactly, you know, like the bourgeoisie that Marx was writing about. Dude, and he, Angles was uh, like, I'm he was the spoiled rich kid who thinks that he's gonna save the world and fix everything. Dude, yeah, he's like a modern day uh white liberal kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like with the rich parents. That's that's yeah. all he right. And, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and then like if you ever read like this, I mean, r- excerpts from what Marx wrote, he sounds like this perpetual baby. Mm-hmm. He's like, and I think I shouldn't have to work for that. Like he just says shit like that. I'm like, dude, you are a fucking man child. Like it's, I don't know how anybody could read what that guy wrote and go, this is a code to live by. <laughs> like it's it's wild to me. He's fucking trash. Uh, I think the whole bit, like the reason people hop onto it is because they're they're unhappy with their lives and they don't want to accept the blame that they should take, that it's their fault that their lives are terrible. Uh, so what they do is they decide, well, it's a system that's the problem. We need to destroy the system and make it make a system where I can be in charge, right? That I am the supreme leader. Lenin was not popular in Russia. And so he decides, I'm going to lead a bloody revolution because people aren't just going to, aren't listening to me. And I'm going to promise them these things and lead a bloody revolution so I can be on the top because I was not, I was not successful in Russia. You know, same thing. They just, they just want to put themselves on the top of this little fake, Uh, fake hierarchy. uh, They don't hate the hierarchy. They just want to be at the top of it. I say this all the time. It's like it's it's funny because again I'm in comedy, which is a lot of left leaning people, mm-hmm. and they'll be telling me their views on politics and and I'm just like yeah yeah yeah, you live at home with your mom and you're 33, and I don't. Why the fuck would I listen to you? It's yeah. it's like it's like it's like a lot of this advice. I'm like, do you know what your living conditions are? You live in squalor, and you're talking to me how it should be. I go. I just, I'm like, I have a house. Like, you know, like I'm not, it's not a brag, but it's like, why the fuck would I listen to you? 
You mm-hmm. don't think who's probably right here with the economics part, me or you, guy? Yeah, probably like, me. Like <laughs> the entire flaw, like Lenin, he came along, and like Leninism is, you know, that you need a disruptor to force the masses into a violent revolution. Because like Marx's whole thing was that there's like this natural cycle that would lead to communism, where the workers themselves would just rise up. And you know what? That didn't happen because you know what? Capitalism's just too good at making their lives better. So they didn't revolt against capitalism like Marx wanted. So Lenin comes in. He's like, I need to be the guy to lead this revolution. And, you know, that's why that's why the Bolsheviks happened, because because the Bolsheviks, they just decided, well, if the people aren't going to revolt, if they don't have a problem with the system, well, we'll have a problem with the system. And so we'll push them to revolt against the czar. Right. Yeah, that's what we need. We need people just to. Which I guess is like Elon. He is the guy who's like, dude, he just went on like a whole rant against like CNN and like all the mainstream media there, there on Twitter. He was like, oh, speaking of, <laughs> you want, he, dropped, you want... he dropped the Gislaine, he dropped Gislaine Maxwell's name. Like yeah. that is what, that is what caught my attention. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 that's why, I mean, yeah, I don't think he's perfect. I, I have, you know, I think he shit on Bitcoin on purpose. He's a, he's a democratic socialist. Like he said but, it himself. But like the fact that you have this guy who's so obviously, at least I hope so for fairness and free speech that he's like, you guys are so fucking evil. <laughs> he's like, I gotta do something about this. <laughs> this is <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta fucking step in and take charge. I don't I know. Think man. It's, I think it's a short term fix, man. I don't, I don't have too much reliance that it's going to last like as forever. I think until we get a decentralized option that it's going to be a momentary, good centralized alternative for them for the, for now. It's gonna last a, a while, at least at yeah. least at least as long as he holds the company. Which you know what? I don't I don't see that happening very long because the recession's coming and for sure. Te- Tesla was built on the bubble. It's gonna collapse. I was t- I was telling my wife. I, t- I sent her a text. I was like, "Hey, recession's coming, but like we're fine because we have Bitcoin. Don't worry <laughs> about it." And I was like, "We're totally good." But I was like, "Everybody else gonna be fucked." <laughs> yeah. And listen to so Peter fucked. Schiff and invest in things that people need to buy in a recession, not what they want to buy, but what they need to buy. That's right. his whole thing. Well, that's I mean, going back to uh, fucking ec- economics one lesson, right? It was like the first fucking chapter. It, yeah, the first chapter is right. Like, need doesn't mean need doesn't equal demand. Like, the yeah. need after a war doesn't mean people want it; they just need it. Like, they need mm-hmm. building material. Because everything got bombed, they don't necessarily want building material. So you, you know, you invest only for that certain time and then leave. Like maybe you know, buying long-term construction business after a war isn't the best idea. Only it's a short-term, you know, business possibly. Uh, so this basic, yeah, basic economics one one. It's yeah, in and out. Uh, I love talking economics, man. Like I'll be completely honest. Like this, that's my shtick. Like if it's not foreign policy, it's economics. I love talking about it. Yeah, that yeah. I, I got it. I again. I I know more than the average person because I read the basic books that we've all read. But I, I'm the, I don't consider myself any fucking expert on anything. Or you know, I just I go okay. Yeah, I get the basic shit, and I get why that's bad, and I get why you shouldn't do this and inflation. And yeah, all that shit's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you talk to the regular person, they're like, "Well, why? I don't understand." And you're like, you understand why? Like any of it? I'm like, oh, that's why they could just keep doing this because like no one understands. Yeah. If you if you ask them, I'm like, you know. Well, forty percent of all of our wealth ever has been printed in the last three years. Where the fuck that stat is, right? Or something crazy like that. Yeah, forty percent of the of the money yeah. in circulation right now of like the U.S. dollar has been printed in the past twenty four months. Probably right. more. That percentage was like eight in the past eighteen months. Like, 
I don't know, six months ago. So that's, it's probably a larger percent. That's so bad, dude. Yeah, so recession like, is coming for sure. And, and well, the, the, recession, housing, the, the housing thing is going to come down again, oh, yeah. too. Like, the housing market's already collapsing. Like, as soon as they hiked it up to 25 basis points, you saw a request for mortgage drop by 40% already. Because My people can't afford those interest loans, right? And so right now, they just they just hiked it 50 basis points again. So it's like to 75, 0.75. And you're, the, the housing market's going to collapse. Like, I guarantee you it's going to collapse very soon. If, if it's not now, it's going to be like the next little bit of a, a rate hike. And you're going to see the economy follow suit, man. And we're, we're, it's not going to be pretty because after – during the twenty during the COVID pandemic, they slashed rates to zero, but they had two percent of comfort room, you know, to slash rates to soften the blow. For two thousand eight, they had like, I think five percent that they could slash. They have zero point seven five percent that they can slash. The recession's going to hit, and it's going to hit hard, and it's going to be the worst recession since probably the Great Depression. Yeah, my my parents just moved. For, well, they're they just closed on the house, but they're moving from Staten Island to Jersey. Mm -hmm. And they said that every time they would go to like put money down in a house, people were coming in with cash like tens of grands over the top just to buy the house mm -hmm. out from the like out from people. And they're like, yeah, we couldn't really do that. So we finally found a house that we could just get, but like that's how. And then they're saying now it's already hard to sell again. Yeah. It was so easy to sell. And now it's already hard to sell again. Yeah. Which is not good. Yeah, but the housing again, market's an artificial, it's just artificial demand off of easy loans. No, ordinarily people wouldn't be able to afford and buy and build all these houses. Actually, before uh, I even met my wife, she, she bought this house we're in right now mm -hmm. back in 08 because she was a teacher. And she like, it was like her second, first year on the job. And the guy selling this house, like how to move with his wife up north in Pennsylvania or west, that's not important. But uh, I remember, like, the she told me the story of like uh, the real estate agents and the lawyers took a picture of the APR percentage because it was like, oh, we'll never be this low again. Like, you'll never see it this low again because of like we're in a recession and this house is so fucking cheap. <laughs> and like, mm -hmm. now if we sell the house, it'll probably be like double easily from what she bought it for. You know, that's how fucking bad it was in 08. So I can only imagine how bad it's going to be in 2024 <laughs> or 2023, whatever the fuck it blows. I don't know. Yeah. So it's going to be rough. It's going to be, it's going to be rough, dude. And like you, people, if they're going to be making like investments, they're going to have to decide whether or not, are you going to take in a bunch of debt and hope for hyperinflation? Or are you going to take in a bunch of debt and be screwed over by high interest rates? Like if you're going to play that game, you got to play it safe. That's why you hedge against inflation right now, man. It's going sure. to hit hard. And like, it's during this, like I, I, this, the dollar is not going to survive the next recession. I and think that's, you're right. And that's when like the fed will try to do like fed coin or whatever, oh, you know, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll try to import. Yeah, yeah. The central bank digital currency. They'll try right. to implement that sort of thing, you know? Right. And paperless, they're going to try to get rid of paper fiat and all that shit for sure. Mm -hmm. Physical yeah. currency it'll be, for sure. It'll be like the equivalent of FDR going around and confiscating all the gold just before just before World War II. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, I mean, you might see bread lines again. Yeah. 
That'd be fucking. That's what. Fuck like, crazy. I like I I I'm I'm alluding back to this, and the episode isn't out. It's coming out this Sunday. But with Top Lobster, we talked about like self sufficiency and just how important it is to be somewhat self sufficient and grow your own food. People, the food you buy in the store is terrible for you. It is overly processed, and you're we're going to be seeing bread lines soon. We're going to be seeing an economic collapse. That is why it is more important than ever to garden, to raise your own food. Otherwise, you're going to see starvation in the streets. And and I don't want to see that. That's when real people. violence will happen. Like, yeah. people, like, fuck. Like, get out of the city. I, I thought, I thought the stuff. COVID tyranny would cause violence, and it really didn't. Once people are, can't feed their kids, that's when you're going to start seeing politicians getting hung. That's probably yeah. what it's going to be. So good luck. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> good, good luck, I, good luck like, out there. Out. And, and it's going to be it's going to be the worst in the cities because those people, they of can't course. grow a thing. Like, do you, you remember when Antifa took over Chaz and they tried to grow a little garden there? And it was just yeah. it was garbage. And then didn't people just steal the crops, too, which is also. Funny? Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Like in their so little funny. communist commune. Whatever. Uh, no, uh, this is, again, a luxury that I have and a lot of people who don't live in cities have. But we have a fucking farmer's market like yeah. 10 minutes from us. That, oh, man, like, that that the farm owns the market and they sell all their shit from their farm. It's fucking mm-hmm. great and it's so cheap. We yeah. get so much stuff for like twenty bucks. It's nuts. Like try doing that at a at a at, a, at like a like a superstore or something like that. You sixty dollars. Yeah, easily. Like, I don't know. Like I I'm a, I'm a little bit like I like Bitcoin and I like the idea of Bitcoin, but I almost feel like there's not been enough adoption of it widely by the population to make it worth it because the vast majority of people won't be taking Bitcoin, right? Like in the coming collapse. I I, I don't even know if like they'll take gold. Like you gotta, it's, we're going to go back to like a barter, barter? System until the central bank digital currencies come in mm. or unless a bunch of people learn right away that they got to get into Bitcoin. I saw, we do you think the this? farmers are going to be taking Bitcoin? Yeah, I think smart ones will. Maybe smart sure. ones will, yeah. but do you th- think but, the vast yeah. majority will? I think it's easy. I think once they see the smart ones doing it, because it's easy to adopt. You just it's just an app and a bank set up a bank and an app. It's not hard to do. Yeah, I think they will. For mm, sure. I don't know. I don't know. Like they they might. I mean, I I understand they might just do Coinbase right away or something like that. But like Coinbase is not a good idea. Don't go into a centralized wallet. I know. I have Coinbase. get a cold get a cold get a cold wallet. I know. I gotta do that. Yeah, I do. Uh. Ask Shane Hazel. <laughs> yeah, I think I should on this podcast. Shane's bad on me. Like, Shane's what? great. I, I know. I've had him on the show. Ha, I can't, I can't, I I, yeah, and Dave's been on Jacob's <laughs> podcast and not mine. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. He, be, he, he betrayed me as a fellow comic. <laughs> he went on that nerd's podcast and not mine. Uh, mm-hmm. What was I going to say? Uh, we could end on. What was I going to say? We could end on. Fuck my brain, dude. It's the worst. Fed I agree. Stuff, farming. Currency. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I can't remember what I was gonna end on. What well, you know what? Do your plugs. If I can remember, I can remember. If not, it's been fun. <laughs> uh Young Bull David Brady, where can we find you in your great podcast? Oh man, now I kind of want like the Legion of Skanks plug in music, you know, the little background music they got. I wish you had that. Dude, great. Uh, again, if StreamYard is a we have it on Cult of Us. We have plug music, we have our own plug music, mm-hmm. but StreamYard won't let you so they can do this. Like Yeah, see. I know, but it's their generic one, and it's like you can upload your own audio bytes. No, so but you can't play it while we're on screen. Uh, I don't. I don't. Oh, 
man, I'm pretty sure there's an audio thing. I know Josh Smith. Yeah, but audio. but I don't think you could play it while you're while we're on. Like it's like a thing. I don't think so. Anyway, not important. We can talk about it off air. What's your plug? <laughs> okay. Um, if you if you really I care like 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 you say, Adam, I only really care about Twitter, real David B. Jr. You can find me there on Twitter. That's what I care about. Follow me there. I I'm like almost at almost at 1,600 followers already, which is, hey, I think it's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, my show is both on YouTube and Odyssey, The Road to Providence. I've got some great stuff coming up. Like I said, uh, this Sunday, Top Lobster. Uh, on Friday, at the time that we're ta- we're discussing right now, uh, I'm going to be doing the weekly wrap, you know, where we talk about the news and everything with uh, Roth Birdian, you know, Masha, and Justin O'Donnell. Justin was just in the chat oh, as well. comedy show talker, Masha? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, so we'll be we'll be doing that this Friday. Uh, next week, I should be either having Alex Stein on the Sunday special or Nick Ricada. I gotta I gotta get Alex Stein to reply to me. He said he he said he was gonna go on the show on the eighth, so I gotta pester him a bit or get oh, someone shit, he's else. Supposed to come on the show too. <laughs> it's right, I gotta follow through with that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I gotta I gotta reach out to Alex. So it's gonna be Alex Stein or Nick Ricada for next uh, for the next Sunday special, which should be fun either way. Yeah, that's what I've got going on. Nice. James, good comment. She's a white woman. Of course, she's a comedy show talker. Very true. They yeah. are the worst. They are the Wait, worst. Wait, quick, quickly. Uh, this is now in a James Gentleman appreciation podcast because uh, James is because um, James is wonderful. God bless that man. He's the best. Uh, yeah, he's been like one of the most motivating and helpful people I've gotten to know. Like I'm, I'm in Minnesota with James, so it's been pretty great. I got to hang out with him and chat with him. He's also like one of the most insightful uh, people that I've gotten to hear, like every every interview that he goes on, that I've that I that I'm following as far as the podcast goes, I gotta listen to it right away because God, he's he's good. I enjoy listening to James yeah, talk. He's, he's great. Then I have him on my show. We talk about Ravens having souls for like forty five minutes. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, David, thank you for coming on, guys. Go follow this guy. He's fucking smart. Uh, and you guys know me, Adam Nutter. Come see me do comedy. Go listen to Cult of Us. YouTube.com slash Cult of Us. YouTube.com slash Adam Nutter for this show. I just put a, I just posted a comedy clip on yeah on the channel yeah so go 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 watch that <laughs> all right guys uh don't get off i gotta talk to you off air real quick all right and then everybody else uh it's been fun thank you for tuning in uh a peace out thanks for listening find adam on social media twitter and ig at adam nutter or facebook and tiktok at adam nutter comedy and for podcasts and merch check out www.droptent.com Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.